OTB. Probably days we were questioning maybe whether this would ever happen first. So now, you know, as I said, it's special and it'll be all undone. Is the only thing if you don't get over the line next week. So um, everything now is riding on that one. Subscribe to the OTB GAA podcast feed wherever you get your podcasts. Football on Off The Ball With Sky Get all the football you love in one place Across Sky Sports, BT Sport and Premier Sports Evening John Evening Nathan So we've had a busy week of cup football Premier League is back tonight Fulham against Chelsea And there's been a lot of focus on Chelsea over the past week Uh, This night last week they drew at Manchester City Showed a bit of resilience I think in that game A couple of injuries but... uh, Got a got a point out of that one, or got narrowly beaten in that one. Hammered by uh, Manchester City at the weekend, and Graham Potter was saying during the week he feels it's the hardest job in football at Chelsea right now because of the expectation around the club and because they've had this change in ownership. He's brought senior players together. Is he responding in the right way to the pressure he's under? Well, it's a difficult one for him, uh, Nathan, because he's he's had quite a few injuries as well. Um, but I wouldn't necessarily say it's it's the worst job. If that's what he said, is that right? The hardest job. Hardest job. I don't. I don't think so. I mean, <laughs> you look at some of the other teams uh, who who are in trouble. You know, we saw South Southampton, uh, Leicester, for example, mm. with Brendan Rodgers. Uh, you know, there's a few out there that could be that would would might take them on. For that particular uh, uh, situation, being the being the, the hardest, they have a huge amount of injuries, and there's a massive turnover yeah. players as well. So he decided this week to get Thiago Silva, Cesar Azpilicueta, Jorginho, Mateo Kovacic into a room together. He said they spoke at length, really good conversation. They showed their qualities as people. They were honest, articulated their concerns well. They articulated their positivity. They articulated their responsibility. And I think we're in a place now where we can move forward. Is that the right thing to do when you're in that scenario to get senior players and keep them on side and hope that that then trickles its way down into the rest of the squad? To be quite honest, Nathan, I think it's a very bad idea. Why? Uh, well, in my experience in football, if you, if you talk to a defender or an attacker, but particularly a defender... And you're not going through good times, and you're going through bad times, actually. They'll always look at their side of it. Do you know what I mean? Mm. To, 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 and they don't do this in a dishonest way, because they only see the game through their own eyes and how it affects them. I'm only giving you my experience now playing, playing professional football. These would be good lads, but, it, but it's, a, it's a natural instinct to do, you know, like if you're if you're if you're a left back and you're not playing well, you're not going to say to the, the manager, "Well, that was my fault and not my fault." You know, you're looking at it through your own eyes, and it's a very very selfish uh, situation. Without the players trying to be selfish, do you know what I mean, Nathan? So, like it, if you've it, got a group of players right, and you, you get four of them in, now I think if you're going to do it, you've got to get everybody in, right? Not everybody have their say. Because the centre-half, say, for example, might say, well, I think this, that, and the other. And the midfield player might say, well, I don't agree with that. I mean, mm-hmm. the other day you did this and you did that. I mean, and don't forget, he's the manager. He's the one that has to tell the players, this is what I want you to do, including the four that he's brought in. I think it only, it only in my opinion, it breeds uh, trouble. Because the other players will know these four players have been in talking to the manager about what, you know? 
And in my opi- in my opinion, and this is my experience in football, everybody defenders or, or forwards will, will not automatically take the responsibility. And and sometimes the players think they are taking the responsibility. That's where the manager comes in. Because the players could say, well, this is what I thought. Okay, well, you might have thought that, but that's not what I want you to do. So would your worry be that the potential impact on the rest of the dressing room would be that there might be players who weren't in that room or thinking, well, actually, I haven't been that bad this season. Uh, yet there's players in there who... They might not know what the four players said. Mm. Or they might. You know? But what what they will doubt... And they'll be very, very anxious about it. What do they say about me? Yeah. And 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 my experience with players, when you're in in a bad situation, Nathan, they're looking after their own end. And they're not doing it intentionally, in my opinion. But they do look after their own end. You know, if it's a centre-half, well, I, I don't think I'm getting enough cover. Or if it's a goalkeeper, I don't think I'm getting much response. You, you don't know. But in my experience with players, when, you, when I was talking about them individually, mostly they do would, would talk about their own situation. So I don't think any manager should allow four players to tell them, tell him what they think has gone wrong. Mm. He should see it, Nathan. You know what I mean? You've got to keep away from that, in my opinion, as a manager. You've got to say, this is, look, you're the centre-half, and last Saturday I don't think you did this, or whatever it might be. But I, I, th- I think if you're talking to those four players as the manager, they're not going to say, well, look, boss, I was at fault there. I should have been doing this, that, and the other. You know, it's for the manager to say, listen, you were at fault. This is what I want you to do. Part of the difficulty... Does that make sense, Nathan? Yeah, no, absolutely, absolutely. Um, and it's interesting to get the insight into what the players might be thinking from it. Uh, I'm just wondering about your thoughts on the job he should be doing at the moment uh, and whether actually what's happening is inevitable at Chelsea at the moment considering you know the teams he's been picking over the last few games have had players from four or five different managers João Felix has been brought in tonight on a short term deal he's the first of his signings to make his debut just another player thrown into a mix and he's got a huge amount of injuries in crucial areas with Kante missing yep. in the middle of midfield James and Chilwell two outstanding fullbacks not there either that does a does a more experienced manager does a different type of personality do a better job in that situation does somebody who just grabs the dressing room and isn't thinking long term is just thinking make an immediate impact and when I settle it down then I'll think long term whereas it does feel Graham Potter's trying to build something for a time that may never come um, no I don't think it works that way Nathan when you go in as manager you can't say I'm going to do that now for the future mm. what you find in football the future is now this is what happens now. Now, he has been unlucky with the injuries that he's got. There's no doubt about that. Uh, but, uh, but I doubt, to be honest, whether he's actually in charge of the situation there, Nathan. I mean, they got this new lad in, uh, Felix, yeah. right, on, on, on a loan period till the end of the season. Right? So he might not be there next season. But I wonder who's made that decision. You know, I, I doubt if Potter is in charge of the situation there, Nathan. You know, I think he's in charge of the results and, and, and responsible for the results. But I, 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 it's very, I think it's, that's a very dodgy deal to, to bring a player in until the end of the season on loan and you're paying 9 or 10 million to mm-hmm. do that. I don't think that's 
the manager's way of thinking. That's an owner's way of thinking, to say, okay, this is what we're going to do, right? I think it's his own responsibility to talk to the four players. I think that would be his own idea. And I don't think that's a good idea, as I tried to explain to you there, Nathan. I'm not so sure I'm doing a good job on it. But the manager, you know, like, I don't think you should ever approach the players to find out well, what's going wrong, because that's what he's doing there. He has to be. But players will see it from their own position. He has to keep away from those players. So if and when in the next match they do things that they shouldn't be doing, you know, you can't be close to four players and have four players and talk about the, the rest of the players, and that's what you're doing. Mm. It, it doesn't work, in my opinion, Nathan. And I'm not so sure that he's in charge of the situation anyway. And I think he does have a very, very difficult job. Yeah, it's very hard to know who's making the decisions because Todd Bowley, the American who bought the club, put himself in as the interim sporting director. Now he's stepping away from that role. And uh, since the end of the Abramovich era, almost all of those key people behind the scenes as well have changed. So it just looks as though they're in a complete state of transition anyway, at the moment. Don't forget, don't forget, he fell out with Tuchel. Mm. No, Tuchel was doing a really good job there, in my opinion. And one of the reasons he fell out with him because he wanted to sign Ronaldo. And Tuchel said, no. I don't want that player. So this guy is obviously an, an, he's an interfering guy, let's put it that way, in my opinion. And I think he's been responsible for this new uh, loan until the end of the scenes from Felix coming in. Uh, so Potter is in a very difficult situation. But it was a bad move of his own to deal with the four players, in my opinion. And don't forget, you must run. I said a couple of times, Nathan, his official uh, job is head, uh, head, head, sorry. Head coach. Head, sorry? Head coach. Head coach. And that tells you something straight away, Nathan. Why is he not down as manager? Mm. You know, because head coach tells you, right, you're going to coach the players. But you're not responsible for bringing them in or letting, or letting them go out. We do that, and you and you you coach them. That's the way I read it. I mean, managers should be. Uh, if, if you don't have that uh, authority to buy the players you want and get rid of the players you don't want, you're not in charge of the situation. Mm. You'll be responsible for the results, and that's what that's what the owners and this particular owner I think wants. Your head coach, we get the players in, you coach them. It doesn't work that way. I mean, it's, it, I think I said, said before in this program, 90% of the job, in my opinion, is getting the players in you want and getting rid of the players that you don't want. Because every manager has a vision of what they want on the pitch. And if somebody else is making those decisions, you have no vision whatsoever. You're doing as you're told. And I think that's what's happened with, uh, with, with Potter at Chelsea. I think it's a very, very difficult job. But I, I think it was a wrong move to get the four individuals in to talk about what's gone wrong because there will be resentment from the other players in my opinion I want to talk to you about Newcastle uh, through to the League Cup semi-final for the first time in 47 years they are right in contention for a place in the Champions League next season as well what have you made of the job Eddie Howe has done? I think it's a fantastic job Nathan I think he's done a really job now I think he's a guy that's in charge of the situation. You know, I think he's got the players in that he, that he wants. He's, not, he's got a couple of players in I think he's dealt with before. 
But I think he's done a top job. I mean, mm. he hasn't even spent that much money. But they're a good team. They're good spirits. They're well organized. Everybody's playing for the team. Uh, I think he's done a huge job there. Because, I mean, if you look at the players that he signed, Nathan, none of them have been huge signing on fees. You know, there's, there's none in the 60, 70, 80 million. Mm. I think the Alexander Rizek, the who they signed, hasn't really played yet because of injury, is the maybe one outlier that they really invested heavily on. But as you say, a lot of them were good Premier League players that he's yeah. molded, particularly, as you say, incredibly well organised. Six clean sheets in a row in the Premier League. Like yeah. That back four is a back four that really any good team could have put together if they had, as you say, the, the know-how to get the right players in at the right time. Yeah, oh, definitely. It's 90% of the job, Nathan. I know I keep going on about this, but it's 90% of the job getting the players in you want and getting rid of the players you don't want. Because they're going to play for you. And every manager has, a, has a, a vision of what he wants on the pitch. And to fulfill that vision, if that's the, again, if that's the right words, you get the players in you want. Mm. That guy can do that for me. This guy can do that for me. But if somebody else is giving you the players, that's their vision of what's going on. But ultimately, you're responsible for it. Now, I, I think the case at Newcastle, I think he's been allowed to do what he's doing. In other words, there's the money. That's what we give you. You get whoever you want on it. Because they wouldn't have the team spirit and the results that they have if that wasn't the case, Nathan. Mm. Now, lots of lots lots of owners come in, and there's very very few managers, in my opinion, have the authority to do what's needed to be done. In terms of what they can do this season, does the fact that they're so strong defensively give you? Give you a lot of confidence that they can survive in that race for the top four. Well, I think they'll, I think they'll put up a good show, mm. Nathan. I wouldn't back against them. I wouldn't back against them not doing it because the season they're halfway through the season now. I mean, it's a long way to go, but what he's shown so far is very, very good. You know, going against the big teams, he's going out. He's playing them. Uh, you know, he went to, to um, Chelsea there, didn't he, a couple of weeks ago? Or Arsenal, I should say, got a, got, a, got a good draw there. So they're capable of, of playing against the big teams and beating them or holding their own. Definitely. I, I, would, I would back them to be in the top four. Okay. Uh, Manchester they went to Spurs and won, didn't they? Yeah. Nathan? Yeah, no, they've been, they've been very impressive so far this season. Yeah, definitely. I think he's done a huge job. Uh, Manchester City last night beaten bit of a shock their hopes of winning everything this year uh, over beaten 2-0 by Southampton there's been a bit of inconsistency there since the break even just before the break the defeat against Brentford the draw against uh, Everton sort of grounded out against Chelsea this night last week without being exceptional where are Manchester City are they are they anywhere near their peak of the last couple of seasons well, it, it doesn't look like it, Nathan. I, I, I mean, Pep is doing a great job. He's, he's one of the best coaches in the world. But I think he's looking for things. This is, my, this is only my opinion now. I think he's looking for things that are not there. You know? I mean, the, the, if you stick to the basic things of football, Nathan, defend when you have to, attack when you can. In other words, you, you, you defend, you don't give anything away, and you do, you do well going forward. I don't think he sees the game that way. I think he sees it as only going forward. This, we have the ball. This is what we're going to do. And especially trying to keep possession of it. Right? 
But I think just I, I think when you're on the ball, in my opinion, Nathan, you should look to attack and score a goal every time you have the ball. That should be your your idea, rather than just keeping possession of it. You know, the certain periods of the game, you've got to keep possession. When you're one up and the two other teams are getting on top, you keep possession. But generally speaking, I think you defend when you have to, you attack when you possibly can. Now, I think if, if you look at the defence he put out the other day, you know, it was, it was, there was three at the back. Mm-hmm. And they weren't even, uh, they had Walker in the middle of the defence. Like, this is messing about, in my opinion. You know, he's got defenders there. He brought defenders on. He brought, now, I know he was leaving a lot of players out. But you don't you don't leave three at the back with inexperienced people. It's just I don't think it's on to do, and it's experimenting. And I think what he's saying about the, the, he's got certain ideas in his head for, for the Manchester United match at the weekend. You know, I I, I can't uh, I don't I can't just agree with it, Nathan. You know, you defend when you have to, you attack when you possibly can. But I think what happens with, with Pep, I think, is he's looking for another mysterious way to do this, another mysterious way to do that. And I don't think that's football. I mean, very, football is very simple in that way. You defend when you have to, you attack when you possibly can, and you get the players in to do those particular jobs. Do you think the Champions League is potentially weighing on his mind, that he's looking towards that final third of the season and maybe needing something different, maybe a different Manchester no. City than we've seen, that worried that the best teams in Europe have figured him out, if he can figure out a team as good as this, that he's... No, the, 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 nobody figures out a team with respect. You know? You see what they can do, but you have the top players and the great players. You can see, you can watch them week in and week out. But if they play the way they can play, they're very, very difficult to stop with a plan. But what Pep is doing, in my opinion, he's complicating the situation with his players that he doesn't need to do. In other words, it's not the other teams that are finding out how, they, how, to, how to beat them. I think, I think he's, he's, he's bringing it upon himself to, to make, and making the decisions that he's making at the moment. Just overcomplicating it. Yes. Yeah, and there's no need to. I mean, what managers do, in my opinion, what you should do, is, is simplify it. Make it as simple as you possibly can. To the like, that's what that's how the great managers come along. Like everybody says, football is a simple game. Football is not a simple game, Nathan. It's a very complicated game. And what the great managers do, they reduce it to simplicity. They don't be asking for fancy uh, places of this is what we do, this is what we don't do. Like when you're dealing with top players, it's not as complicated as that. Yeah. You have to defend when you have to. You attack when you possibly can. And the great players know when to do that. And he has great players. But I think he's looking for something over the rainbow. In other words, I'm going to come up with a plan for this. I'm going to come up with a plan for that. There's only one plan, Nathan. Defend when you have to. Attack when you possibly can. And I'm only giving you my opinion. Yeah, no. That, that's what we're looking for John uh, okay. and listen we'll be looking for it next Thursday again when we're talking about the Manchester Derby uh, I think the last one at the Etihad was one of the great Premier League performances from Manchester City when they put six on United uh, it feels like the two clubs are in a slightly different position heading into this one on Saturday morning and we'll talk to you about that next Thursday night great stuff John Football on Off the Ball with Sky get all the football you love in one place across Sky Sports BT Sport and Premier Sports